Do you struggle with a dry, dull, tangled, or itchy beard? Maybe you find little beard hair curls all over the bathroom sink. Have you found that most beard products are too greasy, don't soften your beard, or smell bad in general? If this is you, there is a simple solution to your problem. If you are looking for a change and to level up your beard game, then you need to try Nine Hair Co. Beard Products. These products were created for men of color, all natural and organic premium oils for maximum quality. Nine Hair Co. Products will nourish, protect, and soothe your beard and skin. The beard oil is designed for clean shaven to medium beards, while the beard balm is designed for medium to thick beards. Both products relieve itching during growth, add moisture, and promote shine. Can you use beard oil and the beard balm together? Absolutely, yes, you can. For more information on leveling up your beard, click the link for 9hairco.com in the description box below. The following program is rated TVMAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. gentleman's code apparently with Irv Gotti and he's still hurt that Ashanti isn't checking for him or wasn't checking for him and I don't know if you saw the interview on Drink Champs but he basically was going in on Ashanti she doesn't bother anybody and then what was more disturbing was that her brother Ja Rule just stood by and watched Irv Gotti be very disrespectful to Ashanti so you guys just take a look and, you know, listen to this and see, you know, how you feel about it. I can get past you wanting to be with Nelly. Listen, at the time right. it happens, any man... Yeah, of course. ...is, you, is hurt. Yeah, the chick you fucking are in love with is with this nigga. You want to you wanna hear how I found out? I was at home. Listen to this shit. This is God wanted me to find out. I was at home. NBA package. I like watching sports. Oh my God, what's this commotion going on in the stadium? Mm. We just found out what the commotion is. Nelly has walked in with the shot. Because here's what I suggest happened. 
She went in the studio and tried to redo Baby, Baby, Baby. She probably went in the studio, tried to recreate this, and fell drastically short with people saying that don't sound like what they did. Yes. I need my stems. You know what stems are. Yes. Um, so you want me to give you the stems right. of your whole album now after 20 years. So you're saying you need it for shows. Right. You want to take my stems and now you're going to fucking be able to remake your album. Oh, I still eat off of it because right. I own the publishing. Okay. Okay. Jesus. Okay. Yes. And let me, you know, when she be on the shows and she's like, I'm going to spritz it up and jazz it up. Is this the camera? Yes. Ashanti, you cannot spritz it up. You cannot jazz it up. The minute you put some spritzy and jazz it up, it's not a cover. So when it's not a cover, now it has to come back to me to clear it. If you change anything, it reverts back to the writers to clear it. Wow. Let me just give you the answer now. No. <laughs> so you guys saw that, right? So two things that are a problem here. We're all tight, right? There's no way, I don't care who I'm around or with or whatever, especially because you guys are brothers, like you guys would definitely never sit and let someone else be extremely disrespectful to the other one. Like you could say something about your brother, but that doesn't mean you're gonna let someone else sit over here and call him out his name. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I can call my brother an asshole, but nobody else can call him an asshole because he's he's my asshole. Exactly. <laughs> he's your asshole. <laughs> so that's why a lot a of lot people of and I just I just feel like we're all cool. Like I give sixteen a hard time, but I'll be damned if someone else that I don't really know is going to give him a hard time. Absolutely not. I would shut the whole interview down and be like, hey, listen, I mean, you have to chill out with all of that. And if you can't chill out, interview over, period. Like, you know what I'm saying? So Ja Rule had the audacity to say that he doesn't get into grown folks' business. And I'm like, dude, it wasn't about getting into grown folks' business. It's just like, as a culture, there used to be like a respect code for women. It's like, you're coming at her about stuff that's like 20 years old and you were married at the time anyway. So it's like, why did you feel the need to call her a bitch though? And my thing is I've seen gentlemen stop another man and say, listen, you, you can continue your story, but you don't need to call her out her name. She's not even that kind of woman. She doesn't even carry herself like that, right? So let me ask you, do you feel like since Ja Rule says he rock with her so hard, do you feel like there is a responsibility if you're that supposed to be that tight with someone that you're supposed to stick up for them when someone is disrespecting them? Like, do you think Ja Rule should have asked Irv Gotti to stop calling Ashanti out of her name? Like, do you think he was right or wrong for that? Well, it's, it's a couple things with that, Diva. Um, yeah. Let's concentrate first on your question, but then I'm, I'm going to lead to something right. else that... Um, so should Ja Rule have stepped in if he's disrespected her and they're cool like that? The answer is, yeah, he should. If they're, like like you just said, you know, right. yes, you and I, we have our spats with each other, but that's between us because we're close like that. But I'm not going to stand for anybody else saying that to you. Like, hey, you, just like you said, you're going to have to calm that down, you know, because 
regardless of what's going on, that's still my people. And you're not just going to talk to her like that. I understand y'all got y'all thing, but you know, she and I are cool. So you might have to, you know, pump the brakes on the stuff that you're saying. And plus it's old, it's 20 years ago. The yeah. other half of that that we haven't discussed is, is that, and I'll be the first one to admit, men can have a real ego trip when it comes to women, because we feel like when we've been with y'all, for whatever reason, you feel like we feel like you you stop breathing the moment we stop dealing with you. And how dare you continue on with life, breathing and living without me around? And that seems like what he's dealing with, like Ashanti out, out, out there doing her thing. You know, she just got a star on the Walk of Fame. You know, she's doing fine for herself, you know, and he's like, wait a minute. What about me? I mean, you're supposed to still care about me. I'm a daddy. You're going to live on me. What are you doing? What? what, what? And. A lot of guys can't deal with that. They feel like the, the sun rises and sets on their ass and that no man could compare to them ever. So it's like he's dealing with that syndrome. Like, bro, she's moved, she's moved on and forward. And as a matter of fact, was anybody even talking about Irv Gotti before all this? I mean, this is no. 2022, right? Not 2002, right? I'm just checking. So there's part of the problem right there. So. I'm just putting that out there that he's having a little bit of a male ego problem that she's not fainting because, you know, she ain't sweating him no more. There you have Yeah. I think, you know, to answer the first part of your question, yeah, if that's, if he say, oh, yeah, that's my little sis and we rock together and this and this and that, if he ain't say nothing, then yeah, that's foul on his part, you know, like. He, he should have said something or kind of should have stepped in or, you know, something. And I think to the other point where Earth got it, like, we all know who Ashanti is. We've seen her. She still looks great at Take a look at 40, screen. whatever. Um, Yeah, if I used to mess around with Ashanti or we used to be a thing and I'm not with her no more, yeah, I'm going to feel some type of way too. And, that, and that's what that is. That's that's some good old man. I I messed up, or I really wish I would have did X Y Z to keep her. He 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 just missed her. That's what that is, and I don't blame him. I would miss her too if I had her, and now I don't have her no more. Like yeah, I'd be right there with you, drinking a bunch of drinks with a bunch of guys and talking about man. Yeah, I used to we used to mess around and this and this and that. You know, shit. I'd be talking some shit too, but you know that's that's why. He really should have just, you know, like you said, he didn't have to say all them other words and name calling and all this other stuff. He could have just kept it at, you know, hey, we had our time together. I wish it I had so the best. I hope you Whatever. I'm just like, aren't you like 60? Like, why are you being disrespectful and still calling Is him he really out that of the name? I, I mean, have you seen him? He looks 60. Like, I mean, when he was dealing with her, I think she was like 20, in her early 20s. Like, I don't think she was even 25. And she was just like, I don't want to do this no more. And uh, the thing that was funny to me is that she threw up some kind of sign and was like, I'm done. Like, you know. That's I one thing, like, too. That's one thing, too. When you when a, a, a woman is done with you, when they've reached that point, they're done with you, dog. Because <laughs> Lord knows they've given you plenty of chances or, you know, made a bunch of excuses for you. But once they're done with you for good, man, it's it's a over with. Yeah, dudes don't be listening to the science, man, because she's been telling they you, she's been dropping little breadcrumbs along the way to let you know, 
hey, you know, in a minute, this is about to be a wrap. But I just, I don't understand the need to bring this up right now. Like, was he like flipping the channels and like one of the videos came on? He was like, man, that used to be me, I think, you know? I think the question um, came up because, you know, Ashanti could not get her masters, I don't believe, from him. So she was redoing all of her songs in order to get the rights to her songs. And he was like, um, no, yeah, it doesn't really matter. Like whatever she does, I'm not going to clear anything for her to be able to own her stuff. And it's like, once again, man, that's, petty, that's man. super freaking petty. And you just look really ignorant. And like, but even that's the case, like if that's what it was, right. Just leave it at that. You ain't got to bring Correct. up your relationship or Correct. any other stuff. And you just mad because she really didn't try to claim you in these streets, bruh. And you had the audacity to be like, oh, she's not the reason my wife and I divorced. There was other women were, that were the reason that my, me and my wife divorced. And I'm like, bro, that's not any better. Like, you just yeah, said that you're basically... Like, why would a woman who positions herself as a classy woman, like... One, be seen with you in the streets and associate with you in the streets. And two, why would she want to be connected to you when you're out here for the streets, literally being a male whore, causing problems in your own relationship and your marriage, and then you think she wants to be connected to that? Mm. So is that why this whole thing came out was the fact that she wanted to get her master's and he's being I, being paid? Like, why, why 20 years later is this a, a, a new subject? Because... If we want to rank culturally re relevant right at this point, Ashanti is light years ahead of where Irv Gotti has going on. And I don't uh, the interviewer what... asked a question. I'll say, oh, okay. So the reason that Irv Gotti even got into this conversation with Ashanti is because Noriega asked him a question on the show. Like, how do you feel about like Ashanti and her records. And he just kind of asked him about that whole situation. And then that's when, you know, he went off and started acting like a little bitch. Yeah. You'll, you'll never see a dude sicker in life than when he has somebody good and she's not around no more. It's the most pitiful thing because the male ego just cannot handle it. And for him, mm -hmm. for him in his mind, with him being an alpha male, like, Easy, you know about this, bro. And you can speak to this when it comes to athletes. The sport athlete who is not in his prime anymore is the last one to know. We can see you watched on TV from a mile away. But in his head, like, I hate to use this dude as an example, but I'm gonna. Russell Westbrook, he done, bro. He done. And he the last one to know. He don't know, and he's done. And, like, Irv God is still living in his head like it's 2000 or 2001 when Ja Rule was ruling the airwaves. You're not relevant in music like that anymore. And it, I, it's just the case. And, you know, for somebody like me, he's like, well, who are you to say that? What have you done or whatever? I'm like, see, like we're on pretty equal footing right now at this point. So <laughs> I'm just saying, why, What? what's the point of even, I understand Nori asked the question, but, you, you know, you could be a man about it and just like no sell that. Like, oh, you know, it's, it's not a big deal. You know, she won her master's and you could have just been a man, but like, I don't have no problem with her having it. It's all good. Instead of being petty, like, you know. But that would require him to have character, and he don't have character if you out here talking about an affair that you had with a woman, not to mention mentioning the other affairs you had on your wife. I believe he was married, allegedly, at the time, so you coming out talking about 
Ashanti during this time, you had a whole wife, dude. So that's disrespectful in itself. You're crying about a chick when you were married. Like, I can't imagine how his wife feels that he's going on and on about someone that he wasn't even supposed to be having any kind of romantic feelings with. That part too. But I'm sorry I have to do this again, but we're talking about Ashanti. Look look at the screen. We're talking about Ashanti here, okay? You know what? I always said, like, I, you know, if I was in a relationship and I got cheated on with someone who looked amazing, I would have to be like, I see how you did that. Women actually want to say, I see how you did that, but most men cheat down, so... You'd be like, you did that? Are you freaking kidding me? Yeah, but you so got to like, Shanti, I'd be like, damn. I there's a bro, there's that. a bro code side of it too, though, right? Like, really? Like, enlightenment. So, for example, like if you mess around with somebody of Ashanti's caliber, right? Right. And she says, hey, you can't tell nobody about this, or we're done. We're not doing the same. You gotta shut your ass up. <laughs> you you got one or two homies that you can tell that you know ain't gonna say nothing, and that's it. Fact. Like tell nobody. She said nobody. Saying. It means nobody, bro. Well, I wouldn't even tell saying. you, dog. That's what I'm saying. At max, you might tell a homie or two that you know ain't gonna say nothing. But my point is, you know, there's a bro code side of it too. Like if. I guess my question is, why would you even say that? Like, obviously, they don't, they're, they're, they don't mess around anymore. Or they're not together. Right? He was mad because, like, he even said, like, in one of the clips, um, and if we find it, we'll play it for you guys, where he was just basically like, she never claimed him. Like, she never made it public. That See, that hurt. Why you, why you talking about that? Ego. Bro, <laughs> you, you... I would have never said nothing. But his pride and his ego... Like she looks good as hell. I think she's like over forty now. Like that's what I'm saying. She's like at least forty one. And I, I mean, I don't get she it. She looks amazing. Yeah, I mean, like I, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm. I've been out the game. I've been married for a long time. But I'm just saying, in 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 my mature mind, I'm saying to myself, I, I seen her naked. I don't need the streets to know that. I know it, and that's enough. Right. That's enough. That would require you to be mature. A lot, and that's something else I think we could segue into, is that a lot of these rappers, like, I feel like have Peter Pan syndrome, where they never want to freaking grow up, and they always want to do this little kid shit forever. Like, I want to be a 23-year-old rapper forever. Like, just the way they dress, the way they act, the way they talk. It's so immature, the way they feel entitled, the way they feel like women really checking for them forever. Like, they all got a rude awakening, like literally Earth. I looked in the mirror, like you're old, dude. Like old, simmer down. Like if you're, I mean, you got to weigh it on a scale. You got to think about it for a second. Like if you're a woman and David, you know, you could answer to this. You could weigh it on a scale. Which one of them you gonna claim in public, Nelly or Irv Gotti? Let's weigh it on a Neither. scale. Neither. You are now listening to the radio show. Like I said, somebody just go out there and check on James Earl Jones and let me know if I need to Uber him some juice or some soup or something. I, I'm glad to do why, why it. Why you sending that man some juice like he can't eat solid food? Like, let me send him some <laughs> <laughs> Like he in a nursing home or something. <laughs>
You're listening to the radio show on YouTube and all other podcast providers. You are now listening to the radio show. You around my mama mouth. Cause you foul. You a dirty motherfucker, Mel. And don't think one second I'm gonna let you get all up in her head and get her to kick me out like the last nigga did my brother. Cause I ain't having it, bruh. No way. No how. Ah, youngster. That's right. That's right. Call for your mama. Jody? Little Jody? You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. Never is what I don't say. They don't make my kind no more. They know I won't go. You're listening to only the best internet radio station in the world. No. I'm this drink, I right. like you did a muffin, we got it in this Talk to myself like you really the one Answer right back like who fucking with me no. I keep it back, I'm in it, but it ain't off a rap How the fuck that makes sense when it sounded like this And niggas ain't spitting, I feel out of place But fucking the real still got shit to right. say I was done with it all, went through some shit you would never believe We supposed to be dogs, you quit on the team You never was solid, you folded and creased Type of shit you can't teach, in a thousand I'm keeping it G, how to reload it I'm ready to squeeze, no time for the cabin Just pull the shit backwards, I'm back with the heat What's up? But you killer shit, maintaining, living day to day, man. You know how it go. I really be good for the most, but shit ain't the same since my mama been gone. They got a choice, though, gotta be strong. I got a family at home, I can't let it show. But sometimes a nigga be dull on the edge, like wrestling, ready to stretch. And please do not test them, gotta stay focused. I'm making these moves on the low, on the hush like a Tesla. I'm in the room with the owners investors. Caught that I'm cut from a whole different texture. Alpha Omega, I'm stepping. I'm trying to run this shit up like elections. And I talk to God on my own, never trusted the rep. And I'm still out here seeing these blessings, man. Stressed my nigga, don't know how we make a way Now it's blessed my nigga, while we living better days Oh yeah, there's a ribbon for the realest in the sky All limits for the tri-hards Looking up like my car, yeah Never is what I don't say They don't make my kind no more, they know I don't pray And that's facts on facts, can't cap my rap If I get knocked off, I'ma snatch that back All my babies need racks on racks I put that shit on everything S-E-S-F and as long as I'm breathing Niggas suit up for more teams than the reason Do anything for the fame and the sleep Don't open the blinds, the real niggas see through Shit, we already peeped you Lying so much in these songs that they start to believe it too Shit, we cannot fuck with you Ain't finna lie like I'm out in these streets Keep me your plug, that's where the leaves I'm watching LeBron and AD from the suite Tied up the series, avoided the sweep Chicken with Caesar, drinks in the freezer Ain't had no yak, had to sip on tequila But fuck it, we lit Used to be short on the rent My nigga, I just didn't quit My foot on the pedal, bro We had to level up, I need the chips with the different shit, all the etcetera's Apple and Henny, pre of the medical That's all I need, I can't fuck with the medical Timing is perfect ahead of my schedule Darkest of days, but the shit made us weatherproof Confidence raining, it's through the roof Dog, I'm forever myself, I could never lose Ain't got shit to prove, but my foot on their neck I can't let it loose, and this shit gon' hit Gotta leave a bruise, and I did it my way Nigga, fuck the rules, and did it for Dago Like seven no's, if we up, then it's up Different latitude, man, it's looking bright I promise they throw me that shade, but they will not ever Come fuck on my life, right? I stressed my nigga, don't know how we make a way now it's blessed my nigga while we live in better days oh yeah there's a ribbon for the realest in the sky all limits for the tryhards looking up like my car yeah never is what i don't say 
They don't make my kind no more, they know I don't pray. And that's facts on facts, can't cap my rap. If I get knocked off, I'ma snatch that back. All my babies need racks on racks, I put that shit on I had was put the whole city all over the map Already a legend about of my section I bet the South Bay of the city can tell it I don't do that hate and I never been jealous You grinding and I'ma respect it my nigga Chess over checkers my nigga I'm supposed to be here Like what you expecting my nigga Head life is a trip but I'm finding my balance They want me to fall but you see where I'm standing Study the game like I'm man and prepare for the moment Man nothing was handed to reach for the stars But you still got a plan and look out with a line Still giving them game every verse every line Oh this to myself it was all on due time Shit a real nigga still in his prime don't know how Shit, we make a way Now it's blessed, my nigga While we living better days Oh yeah, there's a ribbon for the realest in the sky All limits for the tribes Looking up like my God, yeah Never is what I don't say They don't make my kind no more They know I don't pray And that's facts on facts Can't cap my rap If I get knocked off, I'ma snatch that back All my babies need racks on racks I put that shit on everything my baby doesn't tell us everything. Yeah. You are now listening to the radio show. Shout out to the Don K Don. West Coast. Uh. Slow vibe. It's coming like. Check. Yeah. Uh. I don't know. You don't know. All I know is we got a long way to go All I know is it's gonna take a whole lot more For us to try love I don't know, you don't know All I know is we got a long way to go All I know is it's gonna take a whole lot more For us to find love I don't know, you don't know All I know is we got a long way to go All I know is it's gonna take a whole lot more For us to try love I don't know
the radio show. Up there and say, explain, you know what I'm talking about, man. His fighting people. You know we've been fighting 400 and still fighting to this day. To this day. To this day. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right, so guys, it's been a minute since, you know, we've all, you know, most of us have been together and it's so much has been happening in the last weeks and months. And one of them I wanted to guess bring to the forefront is Brittany Griner, man. This whole thing has become, I'm sure, greater than what it should have been and could have been. And a lot of it's become political. You know, you got, you know, the people on the right saying, well, you know, you know, she was critical of the country and now she needs help. And then people on the other side are like, that shouldn't have anything to do with it. You know, she's out there, you know, she need to be brought home. She's out there in Russia. We need to bring her home. You know, it's some bull. And in case you don't know about the story, which I'm, at this point, how could you not? But, you know, uh, basically she was caught in Russia with some hemp oil, which over there, anything that has to do with that, if, if, I think it was hemp oil. Mm-hmm. It's, it's illegal over there. And my my whole thing with her being caught with that, she was saying she made a mistake. She accidentally packed it. I, I, I hate saying this, but in a situation where you're in a foreign country, where you know what the rules are, in a hurry, not in a hurry, She's not innocent of this. You know it's illegal over there. You know this. So some of that blame has to be bared by her. It's not like she just, oh, they got, they're holding her. She's innocent. She broke the rules in that country. And do I want her over there? Do any of us want her over there? No, not at all. But in the end, if you ask yourself, what did she do? She broke their rules. She did. And it's not political some of it has become political because you know biden has been sanctioning the hell out of russia and you know you got people on the far right who are pissed off saying that you know she's one of those people who don't respect the flag in america and just let her sit over there which is some nonsense but in the end even though it's unfortunate she broke their laws and saying that you did it by mistake is not an excuse does she deserve nine years no, but you have to be more mindful of what you're doing. That's just my view. It might be unpopular, but it's not like they're holding an innocent person over there based on the rules of where she is. Yeah. Am I wrong? Let me know no, if I'm wrong, bro. You're not. I mean, yeah, is the situation unfortunate? Absolutely. Um, but I think you you hit the point, which is, you know, she went overseas she was playing basketball out there because she does that every year. So you you go there every year. So you're immersed in the culture. You know the laws because you go there every season, every offseason, if you will, and play. And you know Russia's got a lot of stuff going on. Their governments ran different. I'll leave it at that, right? So you got to really be, like, walking carefully. You got to move carefully out there. And you know, she's wrongfully detained. Technically, no, she broke the law. And, you know, the laws there are very strict when it comes to this kind of instance. So she's in jail. Now, does she deserve nine years of jail? No. If anything, she deserves like a, you know, like uh, a, a fine, a large yeah, fine, a fine or something like that. So, you know, that's where it gets it gets tricky. But, you know, I do agree with the part of, yeah, the U.S. government needs to do something about it. 
you know, the people that are saying, oh, well, she doesn't stick up for the flag when she's here. Well, if you're American, you want all Americans to be home safe. You know, yep. it don't matter what they did or whatever the case may be. Like, she's not a terrorist. She just, she plays basketball. She's an athlete, yep. you know. So, you know, Joe Biden, you know, do whatever you got to do to get her out of there. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's not a terrorist. She didn't, you know, she did something wrong by their standards of the yeah. law. But she's not a bad person. And there's no, no for reason for her to be stuck there, yeah. you know. So, you know, that's that's where I stand on it. You know, there's some people that make the argument, well, you know, if this was LeBron James, well, first of all, it's not LeBron James. So stop. Like, you know, the NBA pays their players a really good salary to where they don't have to go overseas and, you know, Thanks. make X amount of dollars overseas. And, you know, people make the argument, oh, well, you know, the WNBA needs to pay their women more yeah they could look into it but it's a business and the athletes are paid based on the revenues that the league makes and no offense to the WNBA but I don't see a bunch of people talking about the playoffs right now they're literally in the playoffs right now oh they're they're having their playoffs right now nobody's talking about it breaking news yeah if you had to guess they might get 10,000 people, you know, to watch their games. And that might be a generous number. Deep. Like, name three WNBA teams. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, so much to say about this situation. So, one, um, we all have a job to do. And I have certain things that will either be on my persons regularly or in my car regularly. However, when I go to work, I am required to double check certain things because I know I cannot go in the building with those things because that could cost my, me my job or cost me my, you know, situation or whatever. So being a professional and traveling over somewhere multiple, multiple times that there's really not an excuse on, to be very honest, to do something like that when you know you're, but listen, we all travel, um, a lot for different reasons. And I know for a fact that when I go into certain countries, I double check certain things that I bring because I don't want those problems and I know they don't play, you know? So even just going through TSA period, I know that once I'm in the airport, that's, that's federal territory right there in itself. So I double check everything. Um, long story short, this is like typically a power play. Honestly, there's no way she would regularly get nine years. They gave her nine years because they're hoping to trade her for someone they've been trying to get for a while. Um, Unfortunately, if you've never watched the show Locked Up Abroad, you learn that other countries really don't play with Americans about this kind of stuff. People have been locked up in Jamaica. People have been locked up in Costa Rica. They've been locked up in all of these countries for long periods of time for doing similar things. So it's not like she's the first person, unfortunately, to be locked up for something like that. But they definitely knew exactly who she was. And this was definitely a ploy to get a prisoner exchange. I think what she may have underestimated was 
that one, WNBA and NBA is on totally different levels, and she's not a bigger celebrity. Two, yep. LeBron James has gone overseas and played ball. Like, I think, what, didn't he play in the Olympics as well and on some other teams? Um, Sometimes, like, you can't say if it was LeBron James, it'd be different. Well, one, he's worth a lot more in business. Yeah, they would, but they also hold him to a higher standard where he would not be kind of like in this situation in the first place. Let's just say that. Yeah, and I mean, so, just to clarify that, you know, like, Brittany Griner literally has to go play overseas because they pay the right. women so much more money overseas. Because I'm assuming it's just more popular overseas. Women's basketball is just more popular overseas, whereas LeBron has a choice if he wants to go play in the Olympics or if he wants exactly. to go do an exhibition. That's something he does for fun, I'm sure. He doesn't right, have to right. like he, that type he of player. He doesn't have to go. And yeah. I think you made another great point, too. I, I, I've i been in the airport, and I messed around, and I have my pocket knife on me, you know, like with my carry-on lunch. That TSA agent put up that knife like that, and I said, oh, shit, my bad. I forgot to take that out. And it's like, you know, I'm thinking like, damn, I'm about to get in trouble. They're about to book me. They're going to think I was trying to stab somebody. And they were like, hey, you know, you know you're going to have to go check your bag, or we, you can just – you know, we'll just confiscate. That's like, look, you can have that shit. It was an awesome pocket knife. By the way. Really pissed about it, but keep that shit. Yeah, you can keep it. You bet. You best believe every time I pack a bag now, man. Let me make sure no damn pocket knife. Listen, I own guns. I ain't making. I ain't trying listen, to I don't. I don't take my gun with me when I travel. I, I mean, but I always take my bag so I could, but. I had to throw away, and this is such a, like this is such a diva moment, but it taught me a lesson. I had just bought like the most yummy, yummy perfume ever, and I didn't realize that it. You know me, of course I buy the three point two, and they was just like, yeah, you're gonna have to throw that in a trash can. And those bastards watched me throw it in the trash can. Yeah. But you know what? I put it in my check bags. Well, actually, I just buy the gift set so I get the travel size. But you know what I mean? Yeah. You only need to get caught one time and lose something very precious for you to always double check your bags. Just well, saying. Unfortunately, the, the precious thing that she lost in this instance was her freedom. Yep. I do feel bad for her because... Well, she's not by herself. There's another American, a white man, they've been trying to get back over here as well. This this brings light to a lot of things. I don't think people understand, but this happens to journalists all the time in other countries where, honestly, they're detained and not only detained, they're unalived. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot in these countries by a simple mistake of asking the wrong question or or getting caught recording or reporting something or just you know what I mean so it's not like it's the I really wouldn't consider this like just they're not doing this for her this happens to a lot of Americans and unfortunately I'm just glad that she's technically safe because so many Americans are not and they don't make it back but 
that's why you just have to be even more careful when you go abroad. I definitely hope they're able to come to a consensus and bring her home without having to exchange her for the war criminal that we have. And why do we have a war criminal on our soil in the first place? That's creepy. Well, I think I think it was one of those, you know, USA things where we probably arrested him or captured him overseas and then brought him over, you know, back to the States to try him in the States, you know, whatever. Aye, but, aye, aye. but isn't that crazy, though, that, like, somebody like Brittany Griner, who's probably never shot anybody or, you know, killed anybody a day in her life, right? I know she had that domestic situation with her wife, but overall, really? like, overall a, a good person, you're trading a good person for a damn war criminal. Like, yeah, this is the political crazy. world we're living in. and I'm You are now listening to the radio show. Do any of you guys, um, do you, do y'all do like New Year's resolutions? Because I feel like they're kind of stupid. But if there's something that you want to leave <laughs> in this year and, and take into it, they are stupid. At the gyms be packed the first month. You know, I'm going to give this up. I'm going to just give it up now. What do you got to wait for the calendar to turn for? You know, you know, you need to lose them extra, you know, 20 pounds. Don't start in January. You might want to start right now. Shit. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. One got to go. We taking it. We're going we're gonna to mess with some soul food this week. And we got we got four choices. Numero four. Uh, one's got to go. Fried fish. Greens, baked mac and cheese, or fried chicken. One's got to go. So fried fish, greens, baked mac and cheese, and fried chicken. And this one's courtesy of M16, so you can uh, you can all cuss at him in the comments. Uh, not to be that guy, but let me go ahead and just say it. Greens can get the fuck out of here. And I like greens. I think greens taste great. But if you told me I couldn't have any of these ever again, I wouldn't be as heartbroken about losing greens. Because I can still have some neck bones on the side. I can still have some, you know, you know, turkey necks or whatever. So, yeah, greens can get the fuck for me because I, I can still get cabbage or broccoli or something. Oh, yeah, that's true. Damn. Okay. Macaroni cheese is saying, I, you know, we can't not have that. Um, uh, you know, I don't really eat fried chicken like that, but I do like me some chicken tenders. That's the same, just different. Oh, I hate you so much right now, 16. However, <laughs> most people... F up collard greens. Uh, so it could go. Because, you know, I make a really good cabbage. So, yeah. Collard greens could go. I need everything else. So, damn, damn. So, <laughs> let me just slide this in here real fast. That um, no, matter, um, no matter who makes them, there's only but one way to enjoy cabbage. And that is right <laughs> In the trash, and this now, is why he wins picky eater 
all the time. <laughs> this now, is why he beats me. is the only guy in the room where everybody will say, "Oh, I love this dish," or "I love this," this and that, and sixteen will sit there in the corner and just go, "Yeah, so, fuck that." Um, but yeah, so for this, this one got to go here. So this is a, a the the rough one where there are no bad choices in this. They're all great, all of them, Damn. but. I am in the agreement with the two of you that it's going to be in this instance greens, and I love me some greens, man. I do, but they do have the tendency to be messed up by some people. They put too much vinegar in them, or they might be too leafy and chewy. You know, yes. you can mess up them other ones, but there ain't no way in the world or I would trade greens out to not eat fried catfish anymore, or to eat baked mac and cheese anymore, or to eat fried chicken anymore. And I'm gonna trade greens for that. Just like Easy said, you can eat you some neck bones, and you ain't got to have the greens. You good to go. So. I am good on greens being the one that has to go, even though it's still a great choice. But I ain't, man, I ain't giving up mac and cheese, fried fish, or fried chicken for nobody. Give up your mama, but I ain't giving up none of them, okay? I'm telling you. There's only now one way to eat fried catfish, and that's in the trash, but we'll save that for another segment, okay? You are now listening to the radio show. Baked potato. Yeah, man. That's good. I only like certain type of potatoes now, and baked is not one of them, so no. All right. Is it, is, it for, is it for, like, diet? Is it, like, because it's too much starch, or you just don't like the way it tastes? I just don't like the way regular potatoes taste. I only oh, like, red, like the red little ones now, and yeah, that's it. Yeah. Those aren't baked. All right. Um, tomatoes. Yes. We already know the answer to this when we get that shit out of here, man. But you eat spaghetti. Um, like, how do you eat spaghetti but you don't eat tomatoes? You like fries, don't you? They come from potatoes and not the red ones that you cover. <laughs> get out of here. So quick. You're listening to the radio show on YouTube and all other podcast providers. I need your guys' opinion on this article that was in Psychology Today. I don't know if you heard about it, but it's trending everywhere. And it's talking about how men out here, like single men out here are lonelier than ever, having a hard, hard time matching with women. And like they make up 63% of online dating and that they're having a hard time because women's expectations are higher and women like we're expecting better communication better financial stability and being able to kind of like be accountable in, you know, uh, better dating. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm confused. You're confused? So, yeah. I'm, a t- I'm, I'm confused. So you, you said 63% of like single men or something. So you're going to ask two married dudes on what single men have on their mind. Well, try. the fact that you guys aren't single um, I was just thinking that maybe because the thing is this, like these guys who are single have not quite evolved their thinking to match where women are with expectations these days. Since you guys are successfully off the market, what advice would you give these men who feel like they don't have to change anything, but are feeling entitled to acquire women like what could they do differently to not be so single like we're asking for effective communication what would you rate learning if you're not good at communicating how important is that in relationships because they Um, obviously don't think it's important i would say one major thing is to 
definitely give the girl back her masters. <laughs> and there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. There it is. That's the. There it is. That's it. You are now listening to the radio show. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome back to the radio show. There is only one radio show, and this is it. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right. Well, we've come to that part of the show, you guys, where we're going to do what Diva does sometimes during the regular segment of the episode. It's time for random. And we're going to start with our best ranter, which is 16. What is on your mind this week? I'm the best ranter. I thought I thought you had taken that crown away from me because you've had a few of them. But, you know, I'm always working with something. So I'll wear that at least for today. I'll wear it. Um, got a couple things on my mind here. So the, we'll start with this first one here. And this has been on my mind. And we didn't have a chance to really talk about it, like, in the moment. The whole, you know, Will Smith, Chris Rock, that whole thing. And, you know, I've been kind of contemplating what was going on with that. And, and in my view, I feel like Will Smith slapping Chris Rock was actually good for his career because I'm not trying to downplay what he's been for decades. But really, how many Chris Rock shows will be sold out if not for this? I mean... He told a lame ass joke about Will during one of his uh, one of his shows, uh, calling Will, uh, calling him like Suge Smith or some dumb shit like that. And I mean, the whole thing started over a lame ass G.I. Jane joke that most people would have to Google to figure out what the actual fuck he was talking about because he mentioned a movie from that's older than most of the people that was watching that. That's so me. I understand I'm that I'm just saying <laughs> oh, Chris Rock is a legend in comedy, but that is for his past accomplishments and mm. nothing to do now with his out of touch, stale act that happens today. So he should be very happy that Will Smith did smack him to make him relevant. And that's I'm, that's what I'm sticking to with that. And this, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but I'm just saying, you know, he told an unfunny joke, it turned into a situation. He's telling unfunny jokes about the situation. And the only reason why people are showing up to his shows is because they want to see if he's going to talk about the slap, which he has not talked about, thus defeating the purpose. That's all I'm saying. So that might be unpopular, but I don't give a shit. It's how I feel. And the other, the other part after that that I wanted to get out here, and they brought it up while we were talking here, is that, guys, if you have to ask her where my hug is at, she doesn't want to hug you. <laughs> That's all I got. Burn. Y'all are probably too young to know that phrase, but burn. That's all I got. The, the barrel is empty. Damn. I mean, I don't know if I can top that tonight. I'll try, but easy. What's on your mind? Um, random, but you know, I really need Twitter to chill out with uh exposing all this nasty undercover stuff that used to be in cartoons that I watched growing up. Because first of all, like what what the writers was thinking? 
Like, obviously, they got away with it because kids were watching it. But, like, are y'all, like, on some predator? Like, this got me thinking about a lot of things. So, I just wanted to get that out there. You're, you're not wrong. Twitter? They're- oh, yeah, yeah. There's, like, random clips every day. And it's like, hey, did you notice this in this episode or whatever? And it's like, yo, like, oh, shit. Like this is this is why you have to watch TV with your kids, and this is why all cartoons are not for children. Um, yeah, that part. So, my random um, is going to be kind of interesting. Um, so we talked about the article for Psychology Today, where men are kind of like a little tight about dating. One of the things that I would like to say is that single men who want to attract modern women you gotta get better with the marketing bro like y'all are trying to seduce us with chores like you know that's you don't lead with that like when you want to get a woman to be on your side like you like you need to go back and watch like OGs, like how they used to seduce women it was like girl like you know let, let me take you on a trip. Like, let me do this. Let me just, let's, can we just start with taking you out to dinner? Like, can we just go back to that sometimes? Because y'all are really overhearing your feelings and you're mad because when you're like, women don't want to cook and clean no more. It's like, well, if you're leaving with that, that's a chore. I don't find it attractive. Like, do we want, do, will we cook and clean in a marriage or a relationship? Sure, we will. But, Anything in marketing, you usually like watch a commercial. They talk about the benefits of it. That's how they lure you in. Like, tell me something that I'm going to enjoy about what you're going to offer me before you sign me up to, you know, be proud to, you know, do domestic chores that, you know, what, like, make it more sexy, make it more attractive. Like, I'm just going to say that. Don't seduce modern women with chores. We're probably going to dodge that. I'm just saying. That part. Hey, that's some real talk right there, Diva. That is some real talk that you can only get from ATL Diva, where she's saying, stop selling the incentive of, hey, you want to date me so you can cook and clean for me? Bring your ass on down over here. Let's get a relationship. (laughs) Said no girl ever. Yeah, and to Diva's point, if, if if they fuck with you heavy, they'll do that anyway without you having to ask. You are now listening to the radio show. I love my wife. She's the apple of my eye. No one can tell you otherwise. I love my wife. She's the apple of my eye. No one can tell you otherwise. I love my husband. I'm the apple of his eye. He damn sure better not say otherwise. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. Hey guys, thank you for watching. Go ahead and hit that like and subscribe button if you're not already following us. And also hit the notification bell if you want to know that when we upload new videos. Also, if you want to find us on Instagram, it's it's the radio show. If you want to find us on Facebook, it's going to be it's the radio show ATL. We're going to put the links to our email and also our phone number if you want to text us in the description box below. Boop, boop, there we go. Thanks for hanging out with us, and we'll see you next time. And that's it's funny. It's funny because like Raph's talking about another side of the of the bro code thing, where it's like, you know, 
just like women admit, like, oh, you know, she's beautiful, she's pretty, you know, whatever the case may be. Like, you know, there's some guys out here who be looking at other guys and they're like, you know, it's not a bad looking guy. Like, you know, I can't be mad that. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, damn, I, 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 I get it. You know, um, I got a buddy of mine, Easy, and I joke about this. Um, I'm not going to say his name because he may not want it out there, but you know what I'm talking about, bro. He's a groomsman in my wedding. Yeah. And yeah. we were joking because they were like, okay, you know, no disrespect. It's like, okay, so this is a beautiful man right here. Okay. Women <laughs> would want to date this guy. <laughs> and it's just facts. Listen, I totally actually respect when men say that. Like, it's not no funny stuff. When another man can, like, not be private and be like, oh, I mean, he's a handsome gentleman, that fellow. I'm, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's no shade. It's just like. He's going to tell you, is it, would it be hard pressed for you to believe that the guy that I'm talking about would, would, you know, he's married now, but I'm saying at the time that he'd have his pick of women? No, it wouldn't be. You want to take, yeah. it's like a, a fusion between Omarion and, um, I don't know who else, and Reggie Bush. If you fuse them together, that's what my friend looks like. So he was uh, he, he wasn't wanting for, for much in the girl department. Now that's a unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, like, you know, we were at the wedding. I mean, homie looked like he just finished shooting like a damn Calvin Klein commercial or something. I'm like, yo, like, I'm glad I ain't got no, no girlfriend here because he definitely would like, <laughs> like, snatch her up easy, like, because yeah, when we work together, wherever he moved, he go this way and the girl's just right there with him. Like, all right, where, wherever you at is where I'm at. Like, I will tell you this, though. Like, and this is what I think, I think men need to understand about women. Like, if we're really into you, even like and you handling your mother freaking business, right? Even if it's like the finest model comes in we gonna look at them and be like okay they look good but it's not enough to really move us emotionally we're gonna be like okay he attractive that's as far as it goes a lot of times i think men think that we just be ready to go jump off but it's like not when we're emotionally connected to a dude and he really taking care of his business like it's gonna be like meh you see but you don't see if that makes sense i i know it sounds crazy but like Women really be getting tempted like all the time. We have a huge, like, core discipline about I mean, ourselves. Diva, you're not breaking no news here. I mean, <laughs> let's 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 just keep it 100. You well, know, a dude, let's talk about a the dude, new generation, and now I'm that's just a saying, little different. <laughs> this is this is the best way. This is the best way I can put it. A dude, I mean, in most cases, he gonna try to get what he can get, but yeah. you, on the other hand. Yeah, let's just keep it real, okay? You've been getting off a dick since the time you could walk around. So, of course, of course, you have your way of choosing in between it. Because everywhere you go, you can't even, you can't go to the store, you can't go to the gas station, or walk outside your house without some dude trying to, you know, get in your pants. Where's the lie? There's no lie. Hi, these are the guys from the ZZ Talk podcast. I'm Zeno. I'm Zeus. We are a podcast of two ordinary guys who talk about everything and anything, including sports, entertainment, politics, as well as an interview or two, or five. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, Pandora, or wherever else you find your podcasts. That's the ZZ Talk Podcast. ZZ-Talk Podcast. Like and subscribe. You know, a lot of people think that making an income as a musician is easy. 
Most people think that you just go to a couple open mics, eventually get asked to play there, and show up and get paid. Truthfully, it is actually pretty easy to book one or two shows, but what a lot of people don't know is that there is actually quite a bit of strategy and technique that goes into playing a show if you want to get asked back as a regular and in turn get paid regularly. There are so many musicians out there who actually have the talent, they have the music catalog and great personality to play a really good show. They just haven't quite figured out the strategies and techniques to turn that one great show into regular, consistent paying gigs. I finally decided to get into gigging for the first time when I went to see a friend play a show and they were making the same amount of money playing music that weekend as I had made in a whole week at my 40 hour minimum wage job. I knew that something had to change, and even though I didn't know the tools and strategies at the time, I knew that I had all the capability of playing a live show and getting paid for it. If you are a musician, you are probably way more capable of turning that into a fuller part-time income than you even realize. Imagine how amazing it would be to quit your job or cut back and be able to make money playing music, literally a dream come true. Make Music Make Money is a course to teach you the tools and strategies that I use to make thousands of dollars playing live music for over 100,000 people all across the US. Listen, you don't need a booking manager, you don't need fancy equipment, and you don't even need a social media following. I was making a full-time income playing live music with very minimal equipment and less than 2,000 followers, and I break down exactly how I did it. The course is automated, so you can move through it at your own pace, and it breaks everything down from who to reach out to and what to say to even get a gig, to how to structure the show to keep people engaged, and how to follow up afterwards to make sure you land that regular weekly or monthly paying gig. This podcast is supported by Make Music Make Money, and all listeners get 30% off the course for a very limited time. But you have to act now because that offer definitely won't last. Give it a try and see why musicians all over are learning how to make music and make money. There is even a 30-day money-back guarantee. You really can't lose. So click the link below in the description to get started today.